Yo! Welcome to Wish I Was at Disneyland, a Disneyland podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Jenna. And this is episode 14. We're back after a long summer hiatus. Very long. Yeah, we've been we've been out we've been out on the go, but we don't have to get into like we don't have to give an annoying like travel log. No travel brag. That's but annoying. I will say when we were gone we missed a lot of news. So this episode is going to be just news. All the stuff we haven't talked about from the month of July. A lot of announcements, a lot of shock, tears, excitement, betrayal. It's riveting. Betrayal. Yeah. We're going to get into Disney some betrayal, fans. huh? Yeah, Disney fans are feel betrayed. Dang. Yeah, it's true. Like, the month that we were traveling was, like, the month that, like, everything happened in the world of, like, Disney and Disneyland news, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, we met the D23 Expo and other summer changes, so, yeah. All right, well, let's get into a, a it. It's a meaty episode. <laughs> Full of meat. Full of meat. So this is not a vegetarian or vegan friendly. Mm-mm. Stupid. Stupid joke. Kind of dumb, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. we'll try. We'll try. I'm sure we'll miss some stuff because a lot happened, but we'll hit the highlights here. Going back to a, lo- a long time ago, beginning of July, we got the announcement that um, many diehard fans are upset about, and it's kind of old news now, that the redhead in Pirates of the Caribbean will have a new role in the ride. Oh, of course. Yeah, Man, she will know. It's crazy we haven't talked about that on this podcast <laughs> I know yet. we've talked about it long. a lot, yeah. not on the podcast. But yeah, in case you didn't know, the, the We Want the Red... Uh, character redhead in Pirates of the Caribbean ride uh, the woman who is being sold into marriage and by sex marriage slavery. we mean yeah sex slavery yeah exactly sex, so the sex trafficking scene in Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> is, what it is. is yeah. going to be changed and some people are quite upset about this change because they love it and Disneyland, in response, you know, they they try to be diplomatic. They're like, Disneyland is about change. Walt always wanted change. He didn't want everything to be always the same. Blah blah blah. I mean, which is that's pretty true. I it's mean, true. It is a PR spin. It's like kind of silly because it's like that's not the real reason why you're changing it. Obviously, but but that is true. Like. Disneyland from the beginning was all about, uh, you know, innovation and always having something new at the park. Yeah. Right? Am I crazy? Or yeah, is, and I think Disney is trying to honor that because they're not just, like, getting rid of all those characters. They know that the redhead's really popular, and so they've cast her in a new role. In, so that scene will be, like, she is a pirate as well, and she's helping, like, get some loot with the guy pirate like they're taking the town's belongings sounds way cooler to me all right do we want to or are you you done like talk like saying what the news part of it is yeah i'm done all right let's like just like break down why it's stupid to be mad about this and why it's like totally fine because there's like lots of different reasons okay that we've already talked about do you want to should we do that Sure. Let's like it's break con- down. It's a controversial podcast. I, if you don't, if you disagree and you like it, then, and you have some compelling arguments why, then you can reach out to us on Twitter at Disneyland Pod or on my Instagram, wish I was at Disneyland. Otherwise, we'll get into our side of why we think it's dumb yeah, to be yeah. mad. Yeah, we're, we're just presenting our side of the argument, and we're not saying. The, the side of the argument that says it should stay the way it is is invalid, kind of. No. <laughs> we just, all right, yeah, we don't, let's just get into it. All right. This is why, this is why it's fine that they're changing it. All the, first of all, we're talking about a theme park ride here 
and and I and I understand it's not just a theme park ride for a lot of people. I mean, it's it's it, it has a lot of sentimental value to me. Obviously, like sure. I understand people have a lot like strong feelings about any everything that happens at Disneyland and anytime they make changes. I don't mean to like minimize that, but at the end of the day, let's all like just let's all just be adults here and it's <laughs> it's a theme park ride and it's okay that they change stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's okay that they put in the Jack Sparrow. Like people were I think some, you know, more like purists were didn't like the new Jack Sparrow edition at first. Yeah. But it's fine because it's just a theme park ride. They can change stuff. It's not like, I don't know, a big deal. It's True. a ride. Second of all, let's get into the whole, like, it's too PC culture thing about it or whatever. <laughs> like, we don't need, I don't really need a Disney ride to, like, have... I think it's okay for a ride for children to not have a scene with that's literally like sex trafficking in it. Yeah, like a woman like about to be raped because she's being sold to men. It's kind of to just... pirates who have just ransacked. <laughs> Probably like a city murdered their and loved murdered ones. Their loved ones, by the way. I'm just saying, like, and I don't. I'm not saying like I'm offended by the scene at all because I'm not like. In fact, every time I go through that ride, I just kind of think it's hilarious that that scene is still in there. <laughs> like, it's just, like, funny to me that, like... I mean, the whole premise of the ride being about pirates is kind of ridiculous, almost, when you think about it. Yeah, pirates are pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're <laughs> still bad. And it's literally, like, a scene... Most of the ride is, like, scenes of violence with pirates singing a jolly song. The entire premise is kind of fun anyway. So if they want to like smooth that out a little bit because it's a kid's ride, like that's fine. I don't know. I mean, it w I don't think it was like this super offensive thing before, but also I think it's fine to change it because I, and I've seen some of the like arguments online again, like it's fine. We shouldn't sugarcoat history. We should like, <laughs> so I agree with that in theory. Like, I do think there's a lot of, there is a problem out there with, like, PC culture about, like, taking everything out of context and just, like, kind of whitewashing everything just so nobody's, like, triggered or offended or whatever. I think we go overboard with that. But I don't need a Disney ride. It's a ride. kid's ride. A, yeah, a kid's ride can sugarcoat history. That's fine. Yeah, you don't like driving. No one's like on the boat like, oh, yeah, they're getting sold into sex slavery. You know, that happens all over the world. We're just pretty lucky it's not happening to you right now. Yeah, a Disney ride doesn't need to be the little Jenny. Necessarily the <laughs> little Jenny. Maybe if you were born in like, <laughs> I don't want to name a specific country. Yeah, you'd probably already be married by now. At, at at eleven, a child bride is a big problem around the world. Yeah, nobody's having their Thanks, conversation. Walt Disney. Yeah, nobody's having. <laughs> Let's this... go have a churro. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's having this conversation with their kids on the ride anyway. So, also another thing, they already changed part of the ride for similar purposes. Yeah. Which that part of the ride's not even nearly as bad. Like it's really funny to me that like 15 years ago or however long it was, they changed the part with the pirates chasing the ladies around in circles, like right yeah. after, or right before. I can't remember which. Uh huh. And they changed that so it's like the ladies chasing the guys because they stole their food or whatever. Yeah. You know? Every time I see that, I'm like, not buying this, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no. But my point is, is that they changed that. Yeah. Whereas the the take a wench for a bride scene is way worse i think and yet they like changed the i don't know i just yeah. think like they gotta be consistent it doesn't even make sense yeah it doesn't even make sense that it's even still there if they already changed stuff for similar purposes you know yeah anyway it'll it'll all be fine yeah and it'll be cool it'll be a cool scene like she'll look cool she'll be like yeah. a cool redhead lady pirate yeah that's cool cool empowered it's not like they're like, well, we need to have gay pirates now. So, like, let's have, like, a gay pirate wedding. I mean, they're all basically gay pirates anyway <laughs> on that ride. Am I right? Yeah, 
I mean, yeah. Singing that's I'm getting into offensive gay stereotypes now, I guess, but Yeah. It's the liberal yeah, the liberal media is making gay pirates get married on pirates of the Caribbean. No, they're just like <laughs> not having like child bride sex trafficking scene anymore. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with gay pirates getting married on No, the I hope ride. that there's lots in the future, but yeah. anyway. Okay, moving All right, on. We've gotten that out of the way. We can move on to complaining about lots of other things. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to announcements from the D23 Expo. All right, there's a lot of stuff that went down. Um, we got a closer, or a, a more detailed look at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It looks pretty cool. There's lots of photos online. I don't really know how to describe. The new the new Galaxy's Edge being the title. That, that was another thing. They announced that the title of... Oh. Or the name of the Star- new Star Wars land yes. is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The premise being it, it's on a planet that's at the edge of the Star Wars galaxy. Hence the name. Exactly. Anyway, it looks it looks really cool. I hope it's big enough. I'm just like, you know, I'm looking through like the pictures of the there's like one uh one to one like scale models of of the new land. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. I'm just like already imagining just like it being packed wall to wall with people. I mean, it will and be no like matter what. Sweating and just being generally terrible. Speaking of which, I read somewhere recently that they're predicting like a for the next couple of years, like Disneyland crowds are going to go down a little bit because people are like waiting to book their Disney vacation when Star Wars land or when, yeah, when the Star Wars land comes out. Interesting. So, yeah, which I believe is great that. for us until. Oh my gosh, we're going to die when it <laughs> opens, but I'll be there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Um, there's going to be like a cantina there with a cantina band. There's going to be just characters roaming around the galaxies. I think that's pretty cool. Pretty excited for that. Just like characters roaming around. Yeah, like, they're really going all out in like every possible way to make it as immersive and real feeling so as possible. So cool. And like, for example, at the expo, they had like this uh, fully autonomous droid named Jake, like roaming around, like just like completely on its own, and it like talks and like interacts. Oh, cool. So the idea is that there will be like droids like that at the park. I, I think so. They didn't like officially say that, but that's like what people are gathering. I see. Um, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We don't really do Disney World news. Did they At the D23, did they also announce the Star Wars Hotel in Orlando? Yeah, I, th- I think so. We you should want, talk about that, though. You talk about cool. it. You know more. Well, they, they just... I don't really know that much, but I just... They... They announced that the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Orlando will also have a Star Wars themed hotel resort place. And the idea is that when you go in there, you're completely immersed in like the ideas that it's a it's a ship like heading for the Galaxy's Edge planet mm-hmm. or whatever. And so it's like there will be like screens and stuff that make it look like you're in it star wars ship like in space like like the windows will look like like space outside yes. oh, instead space. of the windows looking at yeah it'll be like you're looking out at space and there will be like a lot of similar types of things as galaxy's edge there to make it feel like so cool that's that's like almost cooler to me than the, the star wars land yeah i mean like, i love that idea yeah that's awesome we'll definitely have to take a trip to orlando on that unrolls rolls out rolls out there we go unrolls that's the second time you've said that this week you said really? you said unrolls <laughs> instead of rolls out about something else oh, earlier well that's dumb it should work <laughs> anyway uh yeah you should go look at pictures of that it's pretty cool all right uh guardians of the galaxy it's not surprising well they're kind of surprising it's super popular people were upset about tower of terror but the mission breakout was really popular and so um they announced at the d23 that 
they have a completely immersive superhero universe planned for California Adventure. So I think that since Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout was a success, they're gonna they're gonna expand Marvel's reach. Do right, Spider Man right. and Advent and Avengers stuff will be um, coming up in over there. But they didn't really give that many details, so we don't really know what's going on. But woo. Yeah, sorry <laughs> everyone who's excited about that. It's hard. I mean. That'll be fun, but I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to get that excited about a big one. Ah, that'll be pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I just wonder if the the Marvel Cinematic Universe has the, like, the staying power of, like, Star Wars. I mean, it doesn't, but <laughs> even, like, a tenth of the, like, staying power of star wars to like keep enough uh cultural relevance to like for them to like build a whole park and have that be a thing yeah. for like a long time have all new rides and yeah. stuff i mean i guess they're still they're they're making movies for like still like planning to like forever so yeah just like my my like ocd about like everything being like the same theme is buggy it's like starting to bug me like like, I feel like California Adventure, they had, like, this these specific themes all the land started out as, and now they're just kind of, like, mismatched. Like, Hollywood Land is, like, they got, like, Monsters, Inc., and then, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then also they're doing all this Marvel stuff back there, but then it's, like, oh, like, the Hyperion Theater, like, on Hollywood Boulevard. I don't know. Oh, it's just, I like, see. so, yeah, like, mismatched. Mean. It's, like, the, the theme isn't as coherent anymore because they're jamming no. in all their franchises exactly it's like it's how it's gonna bug me so bad when galaxy star wars galaxy's edge opens and then like star tours is still is not in the right place <laughs> like they need to just pick it up and move it because i can't handle that it needs to all be in the same place <laughs> that's yeah <laughs> do you agree I don't disagree, but I'm not you and don't have your OCD, so that doesn't bother me quite as much, but it's uh, it's something to consider. <laughs> all right, next up, we all know that 2017 summer promotion was the Summer of Heroes. What D23, they announced 2018 summer theme, which will be Pixar Fest. Um, Ooh. Yeah, so for the promotion, see the Pixar Play Parade. Remember that stupid parade that go through? Play, 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 play parade. parade. Yeah. That was like over and over in my head for like weeks after there, we got stuck. Like, I think we, we were trying to get somewhere as the parade was like going in the same direction. Yeah. So we were just like for like like an like a half hour, just like play, play, play parade. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Um, anyway, they're moving that to Disneyland for next summer. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and they're doing new fireworks, Pixar-themed fireworks at Disneyland, which should be okay. interesting. And then... Whatever. Yeah, we never watched fireworks. And then the Paint the Night Parade will move to California Adventure. You know, that Paint the Night... They just, like, do the same things over and over and then move them around, I swear. I mean, like, what else are they going to do? But also, don't get me hyped for nothing. <laughs> Paint the Night is, like, the old, older parade that they had. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's, so they're, like, switching parades between the parks, I guess. So basically that's, yeah, that's the news. They're just sw switching them. Yes. Speaking of parades, this is, this this burns my beans. So, like, the Main Street Electrical, electrical Parade, you know, they extended it to August 20th. Right, and right. Then, I was just reading about that. And, uh, like, for pass holders, the pass... Annual are, pass holders? Yes. For annual pass holders, our pass doesn't start working until, like, the 21st, like, the day after it's supposed to be over. Uh -huh. So, Disneyland's like, aw, like, we'll help you out. We'll bring back, like, the blackout date thing where you can, like, buy... 
cheap like you can go for cheaper on a blackout date and they they used to do this in the past like it used to be like oh like you pay like 30 bucks and you can go like on a blackout date well guess how much it is to go and only for these last few days of main street electrical parade I don't, even, By the way. I don't even want to hear the number because I already know it's going to make me furious, but go on. $80. You've got <laughs> no. to be kidding me. If you're like, yeah. What a perk. What a perk. Jeez, man. We're really like, sorry. And I know it's like, I shouldn't be doing this so much on a Disneyland podcast, but I just get more and more jaded about Disneyland because of all the... Like rip off Cash prices grabs. of everything. That's yeah. so ridiculous. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I don't know if anyone's gonna do that. Probably, but. Oh, people will. That's the... nobody do it. <laughs> don't let them get away with this crap. I'm telling you. All right. All right. Let's on. move on to the next thing. All right. One of the about. one of the bigger announcements from D23 was that. In California, a lot of California Adventure stuff. Um, Paradise Pier in California Adventure is becoming Pixar Pier. Oh, that's right. They're doing a re-theming. Disney Parks blog article says that you will discover whimsical neighborhoods filled with your friends from The Incredibles, Inside Out, and even more pals from Toy Story. So, and it's supposed to be in 2018, so next year. So that made people think like, oh, they're not going to make, they're not going to make like a new ride, you know, because it's like next year. So that's just like re-theming. So they're thinking maybe like, you know, all those like carnival games, maybe redoing those, I guess, to be Inside Out and Incredibles. But I don't really know. Yeah, if they're not fine. making that's fine with me but i just don't know what they're doing like it just seems like i don't know again it seems like a weird mishmash of things because like paradise pier like the whole point is they built it to like yeah. be like a pier right thing, right like a, yeah. a california and pixar pier. has nothing pixar to do with has that. nothing to do with that so it's just like let's just yeah. jam one of our it's just all about like it's just all about like uh fitting all their ips into places now it's not about like creating yeah it's exactly so they can sell more like inside out and like incredibles and toy story merch instead of like i mean i I loved you know that's what i'm mad about is like disney california adventure is cool like the idea that they came up with it it was like california inspired and like the, the pier was supposed to be like santa monica pier or like you know, like with the old-fashioned carnival games and the coaster and yeah. and all you of that. The, and then the, the, ho- the Redwoods area with Grizzly River. Right, and, and the Hollywood Land was real. I, lo- I love Hollywood Land because it just looks so cool. And they got like that Art Deco theme and stuff. And now they're just like, well, yeah, we're going to make Tower this. Which Tower of Terror fit into perfectly. Ugh, yeah. And now they're just like, oh, it's Marvel now. And it just seems so smushed in. Like they're just trying yeah. to sell more. I don't well, know. Well, I just miss like the art of creating uh, like creating a world that's like its own creation and not like buoyed up by one of Disney's popular IPs. Yeah, you know? it's true. And I mean, it'd be one thing if they were just like, you know, we're just Paradise Pier is not a thing anymore. We're making like like a pixar land then do it like do it right you know like get rid of all everything don't just like paint if you know paint over it with like incredible stuff yeah yeah that's a good point if you insist on making everything like one of your properties then just like just yeah just redo it just make it pixar land redo freaking hollywood land to be marvel land don't just like do this like halfway thing it's such a cop out it's such a yeah it's annoying i mean so i guess i i I guess they're probably gonna like re-theme california scream and like i don't know maybe they'll make it into like an incredibles theme or i don't know if they're gonna i just don't know what what they're going to touch and what they're going to leave like they just put the mickey on the big fun wheel thing on the big ferris wheel like are they gonna take that down because mickey's not pixar what are they gonna put there like a big mr potato head 
<laughs> Mr. Potato Head's wheel. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you wanted me to say to that Mr. Potato Head's wheel thing. So. Uh, it sucks. Anyway. All right. Next stupid thing. Okay. Hang on. Give me a second. Moving over to the Magic Kingdom. That's fancy talk for Disneyland. Fantasmic is open again. It premiered on July 17th on Disneyland's 62nd anniversary, which is cute. Yeah, so there's new sequences. Uh, there's like a Lion King sequence, a Tangled sequence, an Aladdin sequence, and a Pirates of the Caribbean um, sequence. Uh, I guess something that people are kind of bummed about is that, or maybe some people like it, um, on the on the Columbia ship instead of Captain Hook, now it's Captain Jack Sparrow because there was a new Pirates movie, so they had to do that. That nobody liked, so why? Captain Hook is a way better character than Jack Sparrow. Just saying. Yeah, I mean Captain I like Hook's both, the, but me too. But Captain Hook is the best Disney pirate. He's been overshadowed by Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Yeah. It's like the be- like most underrated Disney villain. He's the best, so they should have kept him. Man, we have so much stuff. The railroad is back open. The Mark Twain Riverboat is sailing. The Columbia ship is sailing. Uh, Tom Sawyer Island is open, and Fantasmic is open. Um, there's also the the connecting area between uh, Frontierland and... Uh, Fantasyland is open now with some new rock over there, so now you can get through that, which is nice. I think we talked about that That's last good. time. Yeah. Um, so the Disneyland Railroad, it has a new route. It makes a left turn. What? I don't think it ever Where? made a left turn before. According to mouseplanet.com, the Disneyland Railroad has a new route around the rivers of America, and it now makes a left turn to rejoin the original track before the Toontown Station. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, also, it says the rivers of America portion is beautiful, crossing new bridges, trestles, waterfalls, and rockwork, and passing a refurbished, going to sub, Native American village. Um, that's right, that's right. I mean, they... Yeah. So there's like some like animatronic like gazelles or something, <laughs> something like not gazelles. So the whole Native American village <laughs> is like three animatronic gazelles. Gazelle. Is that what you're telling that's me? Not, right that's not. That's African. Hey, I'm sorry. Um, no gazelles. Yeah, not even the right continent not, bird. No. Um, sorry. Anyway, there's new animatronic animals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you got gazelles from. No, no, it sounded good. Um, is there flamingos too? Yeah, no. Okay, there's they moved the Lakota Village, um, so I think some of the faves are still there, along with some, like I said, new waterfalls. There's, like, some little beavers. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they uh, refurbished the dioramas, the primeval world dioramas in the, you know what I'm talking about, in the railroad. It's like the dinosaurs? Yeah, the dinosaur thing they refurbished. Oh, I was just going to ask if that was still, because that's like literally my favorite ride in the park almost. Yeah, like it's still things. a thing. They they're, uh, they they enhance it with a projected background. <laughs> it's just like instead of like... I don't like that. You don't like that? Instead of just like a painted background, it's now like a little moving background. Painted like, background is way better. Okay. Anyway, uh, everything's cleaned that's up. Dumb. I'm mad about that. Sorry, but... Yeah, you're not going to be happy about this. There's also a projected volcano in the background of one of the things. But, I mean, uh, it's still the same. It's just a few... It's It got George Lucas a little bit. Yeah, but, but I... That's like... It's like old... It's old school. Like, the art of matte paintings in the back of stuff. Like, they're just, like, getting rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's stupid. Um... Uh. I'm going to be so mad when we go through that. Yes. But we should do it. Like, I want. I mean, it's still the same. It's just a couple little things. I don't think you're going to be too disappointed. Mm. Okay. Anyway. All right. Another 
moving on oh yeah tom Sawyer island is pretty much the same just like stuff was like repainted mm-hmm. eh. i mean tom Sawyer island is fine it's just like they should do more stuff there it's kind of boring ah it's okay uh, i think it's kind of fun yeah yeah i don't know it's fine i just wish i th- i feel like there's potential for more stuff also like a bunch of stuff's been closed on tom Sawyer island for like a long time like the tree house and stuff I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of like wasted space. Like they could do a lot more cool stuff there. That's all. Yeah, like turn it into a insert Disney IP here island. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's it's Mater's land. Stupid. Okay, anyway. I feel like I need to defend why I'm mad about the change to the dinosaur thing. Okay. Because it sounds like I'm... I'm like complaining about that changing. It seems like I'm, I'm I'm just imagining people being like, "Well, you're saying it's fine for them to change the pirate thing, but you're but it's not fine to change the dinosaurs." But here's the difference: the pirate thing they're changing, but it's still like the same. It still looks like the same technology. I see. See what I'm saying? So it's like they're changing it to be a different scene but it's still just like animatronics and stuff whereas the the dinosaur thing they changed it with all this projection bs which we did a whole episode on why the projections a cop out <laughs> you so, we did that's yeah. my reason anyway. yeah you're, you're right i hate and the projections are kind of annoying but i don't think it's too much of a difference where you'll still have your childhood joy i think when you write it I just think it's insulting to the work of the people who painted those backgrounds. That's true. Let's buy they them. Can I buy them? projections on it. Let's just, like, buy the... I want yeah. those ones. <laughs> All right. Okay. Done. Okay. Wow. Okay, did I cut... Okay, so... Boats... Pirate... Uh, boats, Tom Sawyer Island, New Passageway, Train is open... By the way, we haven't, we haven't even seen any of this yet because we've been blocked, obviously, but I'm right. excited to go just, see like, it. Right when we first go, get right when we get to the park, let's just get on the Disneyland Railroad at the first, at the, at the opening gate. And sure. Just like ride it around. Sounds good. All right. Another huge thing that happened. Um, Max Pass is officially open and a thing. Ugh. So... First of all, they ha- now have Wi-Fi at Disneyland, but it's not everywhere. It's 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 most places, but it's not in Adventureland, Critter Country, or Toontown, or Toonton. What's the reason for that? I don't understand why it wouldn't be everywhere. I don't know. I guess maybe they just don't have the things up yet. But why? Stupid. There's no. I I don't. I can't, I don't see any logical reason why you would not have Wi-Fi and like, other than some stupid diabolical money stealing reason somehow <laughs> maybe <laughs> um anyways and then it is open most places in california adventure surprisingly but yeah so wi-fi is a thing max pass is out it's rolled out so basically if you don't know what max pass is you pay if you pay oh shoot how much is it if you have a one-day ticket or you're not an annual pass holder, you can add Max Pass for $10 per person per day. Jeez, what if? Um, and it's like you can reserve your Fast Pass online instead of having to physically walk to the place to get your Fast Pass and possibly not know if there's any left there or anything. Um it's nice i mean from what i've been hearing like i mean it sucks that you have to pay for it but it's really nice because you do get on way more rides way faster because it's like oh like maybe i wouldn't really want a fast pass for roger rabbit but like i can just but there's one for like in 20 minutes from now and so you can just get it on your phone and then just like go on roger rabbit in 20 minutes without you know you might not have known about those fast passes before so people are getting on more rides faster because it will show you all the available fast passes and that's pretty nice yeah i get i get why it's nice (laughs) cost too much yeah well we haven't talked about um, it was like 10 bucks 
her like family, family or something but yeah um, also how does that affect like fast pat like for people who don't I mean, you can get the max. Pass. You can still, they still have the normal machines, so you can still just walk and get fast passes, paper ones. Right, but do they like go out quicker? Like, is there less? Like, I how mean, does that affect them? Probably, because people are getting them faster <sighs> online. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like this. See, well, and then it's like the fast, the regular fast passes are going to be worse. And it's like, see, that's why you have to spend the ten dollars. Give us the $10, and then you can have the nice thing. Yes. Anyway. We haven't talked about the fee for annual pass holders yet. Um, It is an additional... Oh, for a max pass? Yeah. Because obviously it's not free for annual pass holders. It's an additional $75 per person per year. So... Are we going to do that? I mean, I don't know. No, yes. I don't know because it's like uh, I don't know yet. That's I haven't decided. The, oh, okay. Why? What do, are so you That's something we'll have to discuss in private, not in front of the children. Well, so. what do you think? Are you like well, anti hard anti? Well, I'm not. I mean, I'm hard anti in in principle because <laughs> I don't want to be ripped off. But at the same time, if that like if that just gets consolidated into our like monthly payment installments, then I probably won't like. It adds an extra six dollars per pass per month, so it'd be like an extra twelve dollars per month for us both. I don't know, but we don't need to decide it yet because um, it only like if you are like for example like our passes are up in, like in October. If we bought it now. We would have to, it would expire in October and we'd have to buy it again. So, right. It doesn't, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get, I, okay, I, you get I that. assume. Well, that I we also wanted to, October anyway. Well, I but. wanted to let people know oh. on the podcast too that like you shouldn't do it until your pass is up for renewal because it only lasts like until your pass is up for renewal and then you have to do it again that's good to tell people because I bet so many people are going to get ripped off by that, like not thinking about it that way. Right. Yeah. Um, other details about the max pass, you do have to um, use your ticket in the park that day to to uh, use the fast pass. So like you can't do it from home. Like at Disney World, you know, they have their system where like you can do it from home, or like months before you can like reserve what fast passes you want. So make sure you Whoa, get on. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember, Sally was telling us. I forgot. Yeah, so they have this thing called, oh, what's it called? The ba- so they have a thing called the Magic Band, which is like a wristband, and they, um, yeah, you can book your fast passes from anywhere, like up to, like months before to make sure you get on the ride that you want to. I see. But for Max Pass at Disneyland, you have to have used your pass to get into one of the parks that day. Mm-hmm. But so far, it looks like they don't have like a geo tracking on it so like if you use your disneyland pass to get into the park and then you like leave and go back to your hotel or even back to your house you can still get fast passes from your house so like you don't have to be in the park to to book a fast pass you just have to have checked into the park for that day i see yeah also, you can get one for multiple parks. You don't have to have checked into both parks. I think just one. Yeah. Like, so, like, if you're in Disneyland, you can get one for California Adventure without having to go into California Adventure, which is nice. Also, um, I'm reading online that MaxPass users seem to have a shorter wait time to collect their next FastPass. So, like, if you get a paper FastPass, it's, like, always, like, you can't get another one for, like, two hours. But for MaxPass... It seems like the max people have been having to wait for another fast pass is like an hour and a half. And like you can get them faster for whatever reason. So I guess they're just like trying to make that like a perk. Like you can get more fast passes faster than getting paper ones. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we probably should. I don't know. Yeah, one nice thing is that um, 
for families, like instead of having to keep track of all the paper uh, fast passes, you can just load all of them. You can just like load all your fast passes onto like one parent's phone. And so you just yeah, scan yeah. it one time. Uh-huh. And yeah, like you can like register all the other f- tickets that are on your account or whatever. Also, another good thing about it is uh, people, well, one thing that sucks, yeah, double-edged sword, you know, like sometimes when you walk around Disneyland, people be like, oh, like, hey, do you want these fast passes? Like, we don't need them anymore or we can't go on it. So you can't do that with MaxPass, obviously, but they have this thing where you can like drop your fast passes and then people can pick up your dropped fast passes on the app. Ah, so canceled return times are made available to other max pass users yeah it's pretty nice too much money too much of a rip off yeah i'd love to know what you guys think about the new max pass i've heard a lot of people saying that they just like oh can we just have magic bands because everyone at disney world loves magic bands and magic bands like a great like you can sell like swag for your magic band, like make it like all decked out. Cause oh. Disney pe- <laughs> Disney people love that, you yeah, know, yeah. there, there's how you get your money. You sell fancy, like magic band, like doodads for your bracelet. Yeah. They should just do the magic band for Disneyland instead of all this. Yeah. Stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let us know what you guys think about max pass. If you've used it, if you love it, uh, I've definitely heard po- definitely very positive reviews of it so far, but just being mad about the money. Um, again, Twitter at Disney at Disneyland Pod or on my Instagram. Wish I was at Disneyland. All right, we're almost done. A few more minor uh, pieces of news. Uh, Downtown Disney. Uh, they have announced that there's a few changes coming. They're doing one of those. Um, splitsville bowling alleys like a big double decker by double decker i mean two-story like bowling lanes and that seems like a no-brainer for downtown disney yeah totally um also they're getting rid of the ride makers and the build-a-bear the ride makers was that like we could make a car for the boys and then the build-a-bear is like making a bear for the girls because like gender stereotypes just kidding um anyway they're getting rid of that and build-a-bear was one of was like one of the only like original like things from downtown disney they're getting rid of that um disneyland told the oc register that it was like so they can make more dining options but you're gonna be excited about this probably well it sucks but it's good again money um (laughs) They they are changing Build-A-Bear into a Star Wars virtual reality experience. It's called Star Wars Secrets of the Empire and it's Oh, that's where they're putting that. I see. Yeah, and it's a uh, Yeah, I read about that, but I was it was unclear to me where and when that was happening. Downtown Disney and for the holidays it'll be open apparently. Oh, so sweet. it's a virtual reality experience. There's like a cool picture with like K2SO with like some kids with guns, like with a lava planet. I see. I see. Um, so looks, is it like a thousand dollars for five minutes or something stupid? Um, we don't know yet. Uh-oh. Um, but there's some examples like uh, the same company owns a Ghostbusters one in New York. It costs fifty dollars per person for a fifteen-minute experience. <laughs> but then there's right, also well, I guess one. Never gonna do it then. But there's also one in Linden, Utah, for only twenty-five. Oh yeah, like the Void or whatever. For only twenty-five dollars. So. Right. Well, it's because it's in probably Linden, gonna Utah, be <laughs> not downtown freaking Disney. Yeah. So. Um. So I'm sure that'll be insanely popular and obviously is perfect for star wars galaxy's edge that's going to open up so <sighs> anyway i think oh my gosh i'm like lightheaded from talking so much yeah you've been uh you've been carrying the yeah sorry no it's good i didn't have to read all that stuff so i just got to complain about everything so yeah 
Is that it? Have we covered everything? I think, I mean, that's all I can think of right now. Trying to think if there's any, like, movie stuff that's happened that we, like, really need to talk. Spider-Man? We haven't talked about any of the Han Solo stuff on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. But at this point. It's, like, old news by now. Yeah. All right. Should we just give our, should we just, like, give our takes on the Han Solo You do it thing? quickly. I don't have a take. You take. All right. Well, just for the sake of, uh, we haven't, we haven't uh, done the podcast since the Han, the announcement of the Han Solo movie thing. Just to, for if on the off chance there's anybody who doesn't know, uh, three weeks, with three weeks left of production. Han Solo movie directors uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were fired over creative differences and Ron Howard was brought in to finish the movie. A lot of it is said to have had to do with Lord and Miller's like more you know kind of screwball comedy uh, improvisational style was clashing with the vision of like Kathleen Kennedy and mm-hmm. screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan. So, yeah, they were fired slash left the project, and now Ron Howard's kind of taking the reins, honing it all in, kind of fixing that. So my take on that is I think it's stupid because, well, first of all, I think making a Han Solo movie, a spinoff movie, is just a bad idea to begin with. Because and Han Solo's my favorite Star Wars character, like hands down, one of my favorite, like top three favorite fictional characters, basically, right? But I don't think a Han Solo starring movie is a good idea just because he's a better character when he's working, when he's playing off the other leads. Yeah, also we just like how, I mean, part of the greatness of Han Solo is like his mystery and like mystery man kind of persona like i don't want to know like exactly how everything happened but i know that's how star wars is it's like you know let's let's do every single storyline so and expand everything as much as possible so we know exactly why everything happened and who everyone is and connect all these people and stuff well well i like the expanding stuff like like the rogue one thing like let's show how they got the death star like that's a good idea of a story to show you know yeah but like han solo's origins not a good idea like that's the that's the you got to be more strategic about what stories you choose to tell in terms of expanding the universe you know some dots shouldn't be connected they should be let and han solo's like origins is definitely one of those i think but so the other thing is okay if you're gonna make a han solo movie i think taking the phil lord and chris miller route at least sounds like the route they were taking of making it more of like an almost parody comedy version of it i think that's like a better idea yeah i don't know i I think that's way more fun like if you're gonna make this han solo like at least do something original with it and just like turn it into a comedy that's uh, that's way more interesting to me yeah well we already have like a very dramatic you know saga that's been going on I mean, episode seven, like, yeah, had funny parts, but, like, Han Solo dies. Spoiler alert. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's gonna, it's dark. Leia's gonna die or something soon or whatever. I don't know. I just, I, I didn't hate the idea of it being, like, kind of like a more lighthearted, like, low stakes like han solo adventure with like a lot of funny parts but like right well it probably will still be that like it'll probably be the most light-hearted star wars movie thus far that's good but but that's different that's not the same thing as like it'll still be on brand you know and that's the thing that bugs me the just like antiquatedness of it and like you know it's like we have to hit this very specific tone and even with the spin-off movies even though they're the whole point of them, I think should be to like go off in these weird directions with Star Wars. But like, no, like every Star Wars movie has to be the exact right Star Wars tone and hit all these beats. And like, 
and that you know it's like everything has to be canon so it has to fit in i guess that was one of the problems was you know uh lord and miller being so improvisational that was like literally changing the story Mm. which when you have this whole expanded franchise that everything has to fit into the canon that's a problem but like who cares about that so much that you would like fire the directors and like reshoot the movie you know that's like just say it's a non-canon movie they already have the legends thing have the movie be non-canon you know like who cares yeah i don't know (sighs) so it has me a little jaded about the future of the star wars movies to be honest that all being said I'm still stoked out of my mind for The Last Jedi. I think it looks great, and I'm pretty positive that's going to be really good. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I don't know. Yeah, I'm worried about Han Solo. was worried from the beginning, more worried now. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Hoping for the best. Excited for Episode 8 for sure. Yeah. And the the other thing about Episode 8 is ryan johnson wrote and directed it and he has said that his experience like with kathleen kennedy and with the star wars you know his whole star wars experience has been kind of the opposite of lord and miller's like he had total felt like he had totally total creative freedom which i believe but it's more just because he was the right fit for what they wanted to do you know he just lucked out that way but mm-hmm. the fact that Ryan Johnson, who's like a director and writer that I really like, that he had, you know, total creative freedom to create the next chapter in the saga is really exciting and really promising. So, yeah, still got that going for us. I guess basically I'm just like, I'm not excited about the spinoff, the standalone movies anymore. Really? In general. We'll just... Like I said, the whole the whole idea of them should have been that it's like an opportunity to just like take Star Wars and just like go off in these crazy like far off directions in terms of story, in terms of tone, in terms of genre. But mm-hmm. like it's not going to be that. It's just going to be, you know, we have to we have to hit all these beats every time so we make x amount of money from the box office every time and that's not as exciting you know yeah i don't know i'm still hopeful but more hopeful than i am for pixar pier that's all i have to say (laughs) brought it full circle yeah i think we can wrap this up yeah we'll we'll wrap up on that note i hope uh, our first episode back after our hiatus wasn't too depressing just like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> us a couple of commies complaining about capitalism for an hour but <laughs> yeah i don't know it's fun to complain forcing about stuff. gay pirates into your rides yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah well we hope you had a good time with us anyway even though it was all complaining about stuff yeah um hope- we'll, we'll be back again soon and it will be less complaining and more geeking out and having fun about disneyland hopefully love to hear from you in the meantime what you guys are thinking about all these new announcements we'll look forward to hearing from you yeah till next time i'm andy i'm jenna we'll see you real soon